Greetings, fuckers. <laughs> if you're looking for the podcast called Meet My Mess, you're here. You found it. You've arrived. And I'm so happy to have you here. So today's a really exciting yet nerve-wracking day for me because I have my first guest on. But luckily, it's someone who's close to me. It's one of my best friends from high school. She is also 21 years old. She works in a CrossFit gym, and she's working to become a personal trainer. She is one of my friends with the most similar sense of humor to me, I would say. We have a really fucked up, dark sense of humor that people don't usually understand. And then also, she's only the only friend of mine that is as adventurous as me in the bedroom. <laughs> There is no kind of off limits with me and you, so I'm really excited to have you on. Introducing Bailey Murray. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. exciting bailey is not a podcaster and neither am i so hopefully well i guess i am now hopefully you guys will enjoy our conversations we're gonna kind of get into some heavy topics like toxic boyfriends abortions wild memories you know we're just gonna kind of chat and uh hear a little bit about bailey's experiences and hopefully she can teach us some things and teach you guys some things along the way so anything so. else <laughs> anything else you want to Say about yourself before we start, or not really? No, Good not to go? really, just maybe if these are sensitive topics for you, this might not be the podcast to listen to, but other than that, we'll keep it light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah, tr there is a trigger warning there if you guys um, are kind of like struggling with abortion or a toxic relationship, this might not be something for you to listen to, so just a forewarning there. But thanks for reminding me, because I'm really <laughs> no bad at that. I, I talk about the darkest shit, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, they'll ha they can handle it, you know? <laughs> it's real life. Fucking figure it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've been friends for years now. We've been friends since 10th grade. Yes. Yeah, we met in dance class. Yep. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't I don't know, did you like me at first? Yeah, I guess. I <laughs> didn't really we think much of me. Yeah, small school, so you kind of have to like the people that are there. <laughs> yeah, I thought you didn't like me. Because, like, no one really liked me when I first came. Like, I hung out with all the boys, which is, like, never really... Never a good Never thing. really a good good starting point, but, like, I did. Um, but, yeah. What was, like, our wildest memory together, do you think? Okay. What I think of for our wildest memory is I know one of your worst nights you've had with me. And it was <laughs> when we went to a party in Mission. Uh-huh. To some guy's house that you were kind of seeing at the time. Well, it wasn't his house. I don't was, even like, know who it was at the time. I don't, know I don't I even know what his name. You can, you can say it. I can, I can cut it out. Whisper to me. Oh, I was... Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was a long time ago. It was okay. a mission. Okay, yeah, yeah, And we went starting, we go in, the guy gave us, like, shots the second we walked nice. in the door. It was the yeah. mansion. Yeah, and I was driving, by the way. I was completely yeah, yeah, sober. Yeah, yeah. Let's preface that. And... We went, and it was a raging party. We knew nobody there. Not like, one person. Nobody there besides the one person she was kind of seeing at the time. And she convinced me to go with her, and I actually didn't want to go at first. <laughs> but I ended up having a very, very good time. <laughs> Probably too good to, like, what she was comfortable with. <laughs> and she was super, super mad at me. I got wasted. Somebody ended up punching a wall. The whole party got shut down. Yeah, someone ended up slamming your head against a wall, too. Yeah, it was crazy i'm fine <laughs> everything was good in the end and i ended up going off with some people after the party and what and happened I left, I left her with some other guy thinking that they were gonna get along you know we didn't they didn't so i came back to find out she was fucking miserable and pissed that i had left her and yeah that was probably i don't know my do you want to explain what happened we can, we, we can cut it out. Okay. I ended up going off with these two guys, and we had a three-way in the dugout across <laughs> the street from the house. And it was a great time. That um, honestly is a great memory. I was going to tell that story, but I didn't know if you would want me to tell that story. Um, I love it. You want to know mine? 
Absolutely. Okay, so they all involve sex. Um, my favorite memory of us two is when we were at this... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we were at this guy's house that I saw for a couple months. And uh, I was like... Ups. Uh, so we were seeing each other for a couple months, you know, like we were drinking, having a good time, playing beer pong. And I was like, oh, like, let's go get it on. You know, like, this is your party. Like, you're the man of the house. Let's go fuck. So <laughs> we went upstairs. Didn't really think anything of it, you know, like, I don't really. So me and this guy start. we're having sex, you know, I don't really know when or where you kind of came into the picture. But all of a sudden you were just in the room. Yeah, and something <laughs> was happening downstairs and the head of the party needed to attend. Oh. You know and what I think it was? Was I think that everyone... I think you came up to be like, everyone is downstairs the door yelling, yeah, yeah. screaming that you guys are, like, fucking. So, like, yeah, just yeah. to let you know, like, I don't care. Like, go on. But that's, that's on. what's going on. <laughs> and so, Bailey was in there. But then there was, like, 20, 30 people downstairs, like, screaming their heads off. And they all, like, thought we were having a threesome. Which, like... Your, your mouth may have slipped its way in, like, once or twice really quick. <laughs> like, it was not a threesome. <laughs> it was not a threesome. But you watched me have sex, which, like, is honestly so embarrassing. Have some selfies. Have <laughs> having sex. Okay, well, maybe we'll post those. No, we won't. Maybe I can cut some stuff out. Yeah. I, I need those, though. I need oh, to see those. So also, sorry if you hear my dog barking in the background. He's a menace, but I'm hoping that he'll just, like... Shut Hello. up if we, like, keep talking. Um, but, yeah, some of the quotes. I wrote down some quotes of what I remember you saying <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> to me during this moment. Um, some of them were, wow, great stamina. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, he's going hard. <laughs> and holy fuck, he's beat red. <laughs> he was beat he red. He was beat red. <laughs> I remember. And I think he really was, like, trying to put on a show because Absolutely. he... But now, like, still to this day, he tells everyone we had a threesome. And, like, even our guy friends, like, still, like, insist we, we had a threesome, threesome but we there didn't. Was, no, no. My clothes were on the entire time. They were. I'll have the selfies to prove it. I yeah, was yeah. She was just standard. enjoying. <laughs> I was not part of it. But that wasn't the only time we had sex in the same room together. No, it was not. <laughs> we did one well, other. Actually, fair, I had you sex. You had sex, and I was there. <laughs> and just fooling around. Yeah. <laughs> But there, she had another guy involved. But, you know, that story's not as interesting, so no, I won't get really. into that one. <laughs> Just, like, sex on it in a nice house beside each other. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, we had, like, a lot of wild times, though. Like, we definitely took advantage of our party years and, like, went fucking hard. Absolutely. Do you regret any of that? Um, no, but... I would probably be more careful about who I told about these adventures. Okay. Why? Well, for example, like, the party and mission, like, that whole three-way party yeah. has followed me a long time. Really? <laughs> and, like, when it first happened, that was, like, a huge rumor that was going around the school is that I had a three-way in a dugout. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. I definitely remember that, and I probably just, like, wouldn't have been so loose-lipped, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. But what I did, no, I don't regret it, and I didn't do anything that caused any permanent damage. Mm -mm. They were just stupid nights, and, yeah. They and they're fun. fun. Yeah, they're so. fun. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so you have a lovely boyfriend. I do have a lovely boyfriend. He's great. I can attest he's the best boyfriend she's had. Yes, he's so, awesome. So, how did you meet? I met when I was going up to visit one of my good friends. She moved to Penticton. Which is in Canada. Yeah, which is in Canada. And I went up there to visit her. Me and my ex had just broken up that night. So I was like, we have to go to the bar. But it being Penticton, there was one bar in the town. So we went out to it. We were having a good time, just her and me. And then this guy came up and sat down with us and was like, I think you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Just, you know being kind of douchey Chatting. but like whatever <laughs> and he was yeah hitting all over me went and bought me drinks my friend she was like buy me a drink too and he's like no he's being a total douche <laughs> and then this guy called his friend over from across the bar to come and be with my friend being annoying being and as he walked over through the bar me and him made eye contact and I was like whoa, this guy <laughs> is 
hot. Like, <laughs> hot, hot. So we came and we sat down. We were all chatting. And I looked over to my friend and I was like, I want to switch. Like, I want your guy, absolutely. I don't like the guy I'm with. And she came in clutch and she switched with me. That's so nice. And me and my boyfriend, Ty, we have been together ever since. He yeah. moved down in with me, like, I think after meeting me three times. Yes, he came so and fast. moved in with me. Because I live in Vancouver or, like, Langley area. Yeah. So we couldn't really do the long distance thing. And then, yeah, we've been together ever since. It's been about two years now. Yeah, it's, that's so crazy that it's been two years already. That's wild. Yeah, he's like six, eight gladiator looking motherfucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's huge. Um, do you think he's the one? I hope so. I hope so too. Absolutely, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. Could you see yourself getting married? Oh, definitely. He treats me amazingly. Mm-hmm. He's a really, really good guy. Has very strong morals and good... Like, just a good overall person. Yeah. Like, you've met him. He's super personable. Just, like, somebody that I want my friends to be, mm-hmm. which I think is, like, very different from what I've had yeah. in my life. Yeah, definitely. So. He's the first, like, boyfriend you've had, I think, that we've, like, as, like, your friend, like, I've actually gotten to, like, get to know, you yeah. know? That I'll which just is, willingly invite him. That he, that he comes everywhere now, and, like, that's yeah. sick, you know? Like, it used to be, like, we get Bailey, and then her boyfriends were, like, a totally kind of, like, separate part of her, like, her life from her friends, I feel like, sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. So before Ty, yes. you had some pretty rough goes. Like you had some pretty rough relationships. Is there like yes. any memory that comes to mind that taught you a lot? Um I think being very young, sometimes you fall in love fast or what you feel like is love. And I found myself in lots of situations like putting more of my love out for somebody mm-hmm. then they reciprocate to you mm-hmm. and in those scenarios you end up like begging people to stay for you mm-hmm. and I think that now like I know like I would never beg somebody to mm-hmm. stay with me but I needed those experiences and like those people to realize what that feels like to yeah. feel like you're not getting something reciprocated back to you so what do you think like the point is to know like this isn't being reciprocated like how do you know Oh, <laughs> that's a, that's a tough one. So like, I don't even know the answer myself. Yeah, I I realized it actually in the breakup. Okay. Because uh, one of my high school boyfriends, he had broken up with me because he felt like I needed to go experience the world. <laughs> he, he was like a few Sorry. years older. Than I to me. laugh. <laughs> I know he was a few years older than me, and he was worried that if I settled down with him. That, like, ten years from now, I would regret not living mm-hmm. my life. Little does he know, like, me and you had been partying for long before yeah. that. I've lived a lot of life yeah. before that relationship. Yeah. So, he broke up with me, and I was begging him not to. Yeah. Like, teary eyes, snot running around my face, <laughs> yeah. like, begging him yeah. not to do this. And he did it anyways. And that's, like, one of those things. I'm like, I don't know if you wanted me to live or if you wanted, wanted to, to live. live. Yeah. Because... If I'm sitting here telling you that, like, I'm okay and I don't need this, like, mm-hmm. why is it okay for you to make that choice for me? Yeah, 100%. And a choice that, like, really hurt me. Like, I yeah. was very, very upset about that whole relationship. Yeah. Especially if he's telling you, like, oh, this is, like, because of you. We're breaking up when yeah. you that's not what you wanted yeah, at I've all. Yeah, I've done nothing to imply that I've wanted to go and party or I want to do these things. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to be with my boyfriend. Yeah, like, yeah. That's what made me happy. But that was, yeah, not reciprocated. But in a way that, like, he really wanted me to go off and live life then. Mm-hmm. But, like, we were going to get back together. Oh, okay. So then gotcha. <laughs> I went out and I lived life and I met somebody else and I moved on and he was devastated. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't and know that. thought it was, like, I was being the biggest bitch in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, thought I was just a fucking terrible person. But I'm like, you can't force somebody yeah. to, like, through a breakup yeah. and then be mad if they move on. Whether or not you did the, oh, we're going to be together again in the end, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like, we were never exclusively like, not dating people. Yeah. So, like, there was nothing like that. So, if I move on, I'm not being a bad person. No. By not just waiting for you to decide when I've lived enough. Yeah. Agreed. 100% agreed. He was, like, kind of project. I don't know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but he was kind of projecting what he wanted onto you, it seems like, almost. Absolutely, and it's, like, when I meet somebody and I was very happy with them, it's, like, you wanted me to live life, but now you're mad that, that I, I did. had a good time living yeah. my life. Like, yeah. 
yeah, no, I've been there for sure. Wild. So, do you regret any of those relationships? No. No? Absolutely not. I've been a lot, it, like, I've had one boyfriend <laughs> that I've regretted because I dated him because he was hot. And he was a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. Which is but never a good idea. <laughs> it was a fling. It was, like, maybe three months max. He broke up with me because he found out I was going to break up with him kind of situation. No, like, bullshit. That relationship, Pussy. absolutely. Pussy shit. <laughs> absolutely. I regret it. I never did again. But any of my longer-term relationships, I don't regret at all. Like, I've been through a lot with them. Mm-hmm. And they've all been very respectful of me and the things that we've gone through. And I think that we all still have a lot of, like compassion and caring for each other mm-hmm. but sometimes you're just not meant to be with somebody yeah. even if they're nice even if they're passionate and all these other things like you're not always meant to be with those people no, and that's 100%. okay but it doesn't mean that you have to hate somebody because of yeah. it so I'm grateful for all of them I'm grateful for everything I've learned from them but that is it that is like all. that is all <laughs> yeah that is everything yeah Otherwise, they're not necessarily positive memories. Yeah. And I think, like, fully, all of those relationships have led me to meeting Ty. Yeah, 100%. Like, I met Ty the night that I broke up with yeah. my last boyfriend, and I went up to Penticton because me and him were in a big fight, and I needed to get, to get away, away from that. Yeah. So if I never was in that situation, I would have never met that's him. That's so crazy. I feel like that's just, like, the world just being, like, on a silver platter, like, get, a, get out of the relationship the yeah. that you're in right now. This guy's better, yeah, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And I fully feel that if I hadn't met Ty, there's a good chance I would have come back to Langley and I would have gone back to that same guy yeah. and it all just would have kept happening. Yeah. But instead I saw a glimpse of what was so much better yeah. and just so much easier and nicer and funner and I just, that was all I was looking for and all I yeah. needed to know, like, don't go back to this. Yeah. Like, you can be happy. Yeah. Because that relationship too, like, we didn't speak for like a, a long time, a long time. Yeah. like two or th- two or three years maybe yeah I lost like, contact with all, all of, of my your friends, friends. Yeah. yeah and like that's really that was like really hard to see you know from an outside perspective but it was probably it was obviously harder to experience but yeah. you know it's it just shows that I think that even though when you have these tough times like the people that really care for you and love for you are still gonna be there at the end of all of it you know absolutely like our friend group, I definitely haven't talked to for years. Mm-hmm. And the second that I was, like, out of that relationship and I was meeting Ty, like, they didn't miss a beat with wanting to catch up with no. me and wanting to see, like, what my life was at and wanting to meet this new guy. Yeah. Like, everybody was just so happy for me that I was doing better. Oh, and my that's gosh. That's all incredible. we ever wanted like, <laughs> was for you to be healthy and, like, happy because it was worth, like, it. You know, like, I'm sure a lot of people can relate, like, seeing your friend in a relationship that's, like, not good for them. Like, it's hard to see, and you don't, like, know when it's appropriate for you to step in and stuff. And so do you think it would have been appropriate at any time for us to have stepped in or not really? No. No. No, no, no. Yeah, no. fully know, like, if you're in a relationship that's kind of toxic or just not great, um... When you're still staying with that person, what's been years, and you have a habit of going back to that person, it's like, there's, like, I feel like you can be addicted to a person. Yeah, I and agree. And I feel like you know all of those bad things about them. It's not like you're not there and you're not yeah. experiencing those fights. Yeah. But something about you just needs to go back. Yeah. And I think that if anybody had intervened or told me like you can't be with him or like physically pulled me away yeah it makes it so much worse like I've been in those situations like I haven't been able to go see him and it makes it like me go crazy like I needed to go and I needed to be back there and it's just like forcing somebody through this like withdrawal of a person yeah and I think that it can like really escalate any situation yeah obviously if there's actually people like getting hurt or like something there is definitely times that you need to intervene but just a generic level kind of bad relationship, relationship yeah. that people are just kind of losing themselves in. I think it can be really hard to, and you need to know your role of if you're somebody that should. Yeah. Cause like, I can think, I take this on? Exactly. Yeah. Like, I think lots of my friends, they were my best friends in the world, but like, I wouldn't have taken it from them. Yeah. But because I would have felt like they don't know our relationship actually yeah. is. I would have needed somebody that had seen the inside of our relationship yep. to be like, hey, this is super not good. Yeah. And somebody that didn't just hate my ex. Yeah. Like, 
you needed to, like, understand both of us and understand that he was a very, very nice guy. Yeah. But, like, us together was Toxic. Bad. Yeah. Very bad. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I gotcha. I think that that's, like, good answer. Because, like, even hearing that me personally, like, I think sometimes I, like, not to make it about me, but I, like, would hold, like, guilt kind of mm. being, like, oh, like, if I had, like, been there for her, like, which I feel like I was there for you, but at the same time, like, you didn't really want no, you my help be there you know as much as somebody's gonna yeah. let you yeah exactly 100 so, percent. So, i know i didn't let people be there i didn't no, want yeah. other people involved like i knew i was in a bad relationship i didn't want to get out of it mm-hmm. so i didn't want to keep complaining or telling people about the situation that i was in because to of, keep going back yeah like yeah no and i think that's honestly smart because like as friends like it does get exhausting like and i've done this to friends mm-hmm. too when you are, like, constantly the girl that cries wolf being, like, exactly. oh, we're breaking up, we're, mm-hmm. we're having problems, we're having problems, like, that just makes your friends hate your boyfriend more yep. when you're constantly complaining, so I do get why you did keep it so private. Shut the fuck up, you stupid-ass dog. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love you. <laughs> any of my friends, like, had ever heard of a breakup until it was the breakup, like... No, you never, you never mentioned to me that you guys were nope. breaking never up. Never fighting, never breaking up, like, people just really don't know about my personal life yeah especially when your personal life is like a mess you don't want yeah. to just let people in you don't want to sound like you don't have your life under control no of course not and you don't want to be told the things you know you don't want to hear yeah. like i know i'm gonna go and tell you this this and this happened and we fought about this and you're gonna tell me that we should break up and he's bad for me yeah but like i know that yeah but you yeah. don't get it yeah you know yeah no i gotcha exactly <sighs> Sorry, my dog is like being extra loud now. I thought my brother was keeping a hold of him, but okay. Nice. <laughs> Come on, <Okay>. Timothy. <laughs> uh, thanks, Tyler. Um, so how did you finally get out of that relationship in the end? Um, how did I get out of that relationship? I, don't know, I, I just blacked out, kind of. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know it was a long time coming. That was a. Uh, about a two-year-long relationship, mm-hmm. and I kind of got to a point of realizing, like, the things we fought about one month into our relationship are still the mm-hmm. things we're fighting about two years later, mm-hmm. and that's okay in some circumstances. Like, people have shit that, like, you just have to realize, is this the baggage I want to carry in my life or yeah. not? And it was not what I wanted to carry. Yeah. Like, it was too much, and nothing was being changed, and there was a lot of broken promises, I get, I guess, and... A lot of things that I told would have been different by this point. Yeah. That would be the exact same. Yeah. If not worse. Yeah. Because it's been building for two years. Yeah. And you've been letting it happen for two years, exactly. which is like not your fault, but like you've been sticking by the behavior yeah. for two years, you know? Yeah. So we got into a big fight. We broke up kind of in this blow up moment yeah. well, that we had done a million times before. Yeah. And it had always ended with us getting back together. But then Ty came. But I met Ty yeah, that night that it that's happened. Crazy. And I spent the entire night with him. Like we went to this party after and like we were inseparable. Like mm. the entire night. So I actually didn't have my phone on me to see all of the terrible shit I was being texted. Yeah. All of the threats, all of them I'm gonna burn your shit. Like Ugh. I'm never seeing you again. You're the worst. Or like that I'm gonna come down and get you. Like all that yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. I didn't see any of it and I was not concerned about it. Yeah. Because I was just having a great time with somebody else and I think when I realized like that was my amazing life on my way home he was texting me like no just like come back like I'm so sorry and I was like I don't care there's like, no part of me care that you're sorry I don't care yeah. that you're gonna fix it or that you didn't mean it like I don't need that yeah. to be happy like yeah. I didn't talk to you for like 24 hours and I've never been so relieved in my life yeah like that just shows, too. So that was it. So I went home, and I went back to my parents' house with none of my stuff, because I still had all my stuff with At his him, house? Crazy. And I just never went back. Wow. Yeah. That gives me chills. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, actually, I have goosebumps. That's, like, crazy. I didn't know, like, that you just, like, never went back there. But I guess it makes sense, like, with the kind of things he was texting you, like, that you mentioned, like, um, it would be terrifying to, like, yeah, face him, be... you know? crazy but like he was not a bad guy i want to know yeah yeah he's really not a bad guy but i think a lot of people have some crazy demons and he definitely did yeah and they took control of him Mm -hmm. definitely and i wish with my whole heart that he could have gotten those things sorted out but sometimes knowing that somebody's going through something like doesn't put you in a position to be there for them or doesn't put you in a position to like have them be mean to you about it yeah like you need to go and deal with this by yourself yeah without me and you can't 
keep me down on your level for comfort anymore. Like, yeah. I can't stay in this environment yeah. just because you've created this environment. Yeah, and it's the environment I've ended up in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. wow. That's crazy. I'm really enjoying this conversation because, like, I feel like this is shit. We like, even like us too. When we hang out, like, we're so jokesters. Like, yeah, we're, don't we always laugh. Like, often. I know we know all this shit about each other, but we don't like actually ever really like talk about it. Especially because, yeah. like, we always hang out. Like, our like our friends are mostly boys. Like, yeah. it's me and you and the boys. Like, yeah. it's all, it's <laughs> yeah. always been that way. So, like, I feel like sometimes around the boys too, like, we all just kind of bury shit down. So it's yeah, it's nobody good. Wants to like start talking with their exes with all their guy friends, friends like, yeah he's a piece of shit anyways yeah. you know like it's just like not helpful so, love you guys but yeah, you're not helpful but you're not so. helpful in breakups <laughs> just kidding you are sometimes um okay so are you good to move on from yeah, talking about yeah, your exes I'm good, I'm good. okay so well, now we're gonna get even darker yeah. <laughs> great to the, to the next level a little bit deeper so when we were younger yes you went through something that a lot of girls go through, actually. Lots of girls go through. But they don't really talk about it. Yeah. Because it's just private. It's not, em- like, embarrassing or anything. It's just private, like, in yeah. my opinion, anyways. But you had an abortion. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> which is fine. And just to preface, we are not here to have a conversation about, like, um, pro-life, pro-life, pro-choice. pro-choice. Kind of, like, yeah. you can tell by our conversation what side we land on and, um... If you have comments about pro-life or pro-choice, this is not a platform to discuss them because... I'm telling you my story, my experience. (laughs) I'm not saying it's the right thing or the wrong thing. Yeah, we're just... just what I've experienced doing. Yeah, what you went through. So, you and abortion. um, Do you want to, like, talk about your age or anything at the time? Yeah, so I was 16 when I got pregnant and Mm -hmm. newly 17 when I got the abortion. Okay. So, it was in April of... 2016. Okay. So I, I don't know what grade I would have been in. Grade 11, 10? I have no idea. I think we were... I think we were in grade 11. Yeah, okay. Grade yeah, 11. grade 11. I don't know, though. Um, who in your life knew at the time? I don't fully remember mm-hmm. who knew at the time. Not a lot of people. So my yeah. family had no idea. Yep. My boyfriend at the time knew, and okay. his family knew. Okay. Um, And then I had a couple friends from school that knew, but mm-hmm. like not even actually my best friends like kind mm-hmm. of this girl she knew and she helped me through a lot of it really but she was like my oh. yeah she was oh wow <laughs> yeah she we had a couple classes together and yeah. we got really close like for this one year and okay it to be one year that i was going through some crazy shit yeah so. i didn't even know that that's yeah. crazy um and like did you have a good support system would you say you did or not really i think that the people who knew mm-hmm. supported me the best they could yeah I think obviously having my, actually, you know what, I don't know. I don't think having my parents would have made it better. Yeah. I think it would have made it more complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a good support system. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with the people, the people that you had around you. I'm happy with the choices that I've made. <laughs> good. I love that. Yeah. And uh, were your boyfriends at the time supportive or did they like freak the fuck out? Both. Mm-hmm. I think we both freaked the fuck out. Yeah, you're young as fuck. And then he was as supportive as you could ever ask somebody to be. Yeah. It was never like a, so when you're getting an abortion kind of thing. Yeah. It was a full conversation talking about what we wanted to do. Like I said, he was a few years older than me, so mm-hmm. like, he was graduated, and yeah. yeah, so it was actually a very serious topic for him. Like, he wasn't another 16-year-old boy, like... Yeah. Being like, well, obviously we. we can't obviously, have you're this getting kid. an abortion. Yeah. Yeah. So, we talked a lot about it, and he was very, very supportive. And I made the choice after I knew I was getting an abortion that I still wasn't gonna drink or smoke or anything mm-hmm. because, like, for me personally, that just felt better. Like, even yeah. if I know that I'm not gonna keep this baby, I'm not gonna just do all of these things yeah. that I know you shouldn't do. Yeah. So, he was very supportive of that, very understanding. He didn't make it all weird about, like, why aren't you going to drink and I'm going to keep yeah. it, you know? But it was like, you you never know what could happen. Like, what if yeah. something happens and I do keep this baby? Or, like, like what I'm if it causes gonna... you complications? Like, you don't exactly. know. Oh, yeah. You, you don't know anything. So, yeah. He was great. He was he was Good. Great. I'm yeah. so glad. <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember him being pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, was it painful? You don't have to answer that. Yes. Because I've had some people ask, yeah, some, I had people ask me, like, um, like, I had told, like, some friends who, like, have been in the same position with you that Mm -hmm. I'm having someone on that is, um, 
like talk gonna talk about abortions like do you have any questions and they were like that is like my the question I had the most when I was about to have one yeah it's so I don't think it's painful for everybody let Mm -hmm. me start with this and it's not painful like terrifying pain it's painful like any woman who has had a very very bad period cramps like super super intense not comfortable by any stretch but they do give you lots of medication (laughs) they drug you you go into this room I went to the place in Vancouver that's all private like there's no sign on the door or anything okay it's code to get in kind of shit it's very very secretive so I went there and they were very nice people like very private so like I went with my boyfriend at the time there's a little intercom and I told them who I was and I had an appointment I went in and had to bring my boyfriend's ID in. I oh. go in alone, they scan his ID, and then they let him in after. Weird. Yeah, it's, like, intense. Intense, yeah. So you go in, you wait a bit, you go and you talk to a counselor first. Okay. And they just, like, really walk you through your options. of Like, hey, is this actually what you want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, these are all your other options besides this, but not in any way that's, like, trying to pressure you not to. It's just yeah. making sure you're educated. And then after, like, a... So after this, are you going to go on birth control? Do you want an IUD? Do you want anything like this? And I don't know if you know this, but uh, if you have an abortion, an IUD is free. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. So they ask you if you want that. So yeah. Put in and all this stuff. I did not get one. I was like, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just going to yeah. go back on birth control. <laughs> and then you go back and you wait again. <laughs> and yeah. then you go into this other room with a bunch of other girls. Okay. And you all have this, like, recliner chair. And you sit there, and they give you the medication. It's like a little pill or something. It's like pink and white and whatever. Yeah. And you sit there for a while. They give you, like, your pad and, like, tell you you can't wear a tampon for a while. Okay. And then you go into this room. They take you there. You're in the hospital gown and everything. And you're awake through the whole thing. Okay. I don't know if people know, but you're awake throughout it. Can I ask a quick question? Yeah. Is this... Was this done? Because I know there's two different kinds, right? Like, there's the pill and then... There's another one that you took the pill, correctly, correct? I don't know. Okay, <laughs> you were too so drugged I've had up. Two before. You've had two abortions. Yes, okay. I've had two abortions. Oh, I've so had just both here. different styles of abortion. One second, here. Yeah. We'll hop back in. All right, sorry. So where were we? So you, so we were in the hospital rooms and they had the the reclining chairs. Yes. So then you move into this other room and the nurses are lovely ladies. They yep. make you feel very comforting. And they give you an IV. I honestly don't know what's in it, but it kind of makes you very like woozy and yep. like a little bit out of it, but like you're not knocked out and you can still like feel and talk and everything. Yeah. And they begin the procedure, and it's like, I don't know how in detail you want me to go about this Whatever procedure. you feel comfortable with. So they, like, open you up pretty big, and yeah. then they use a bunch of tools and stuff to actually do the abortion. So this but, is, like, the surgical one. Yeah, this is the, the surgical, surgical abortion. one. The surgical abortion, okay. So it's all in, like, maybe done within 15 minutes. Like, it's bad. Wow. It's, it's not long at all. Wow. But... One of the medications that they give you for mm-hmm. pain, if you're pregnant, makes you nauseous. Okay. Which everybody in there is pregnant. <laughs> so that's kind of why we're in the clinic. Yeah, yeah. So in the middle of it, I had to get them to stop because I just started throwing up. Like, so why are they me... giving all these people this medication? That makes I couldn't pregnant. tell you. Like, that's literally couldn't tell you. I was going through it and then suddenly my mouth just overwhelmingly Ugh. tasted like pennies. Ew. And I was like, I looked at the nurse and was like, I don't feel good. Like, yeah. I do not feel good. So we stopped, sat up, and I'm threw up for, I don't know, mm. 10 minutes, and wow. then you went back, and it was fine, and, like, you're good, you lay down, you put the pad on and everything, and you go back, and you sit in the sad room with all these other girls that just got abortions done, oh my God. sitting in your recliner, and drink some apple juice, and then they let you go. Wow. And that's, that's that. And then, that's like, the you thing. never hear from them again. You never hear from them again. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. That's intense. So that, yeah, so we kind of started talking about the pill form, and then we kind of transferred into, like, the surgical abortion. So hopefully that kind of made sense. Um, 
I've never had the pill. Oh, you haven't? You've no. only had two surgical ones? There's two surgical ones. Okay. There's a one-day procedure and a yeah. two-day procedure. Okay. Gotcha. I'm not sure about the pill. I yeah, she hasn't taken know. it, I've so we don't know. Um, well, that's crazy. Well, hopefully that, like, can, can like, give some insight to people who may be yes. in the same position, but also, like, I feel like your experience is going to be so different from everyone else's. Mm-hmm. Like, this was just one specific clinic yeah. in Vancouver, like... This isn't to say that that's the experience everyone's had, but this is just the experience Bailey had. Yeah, and I personally have very, very bad anxiety. Yeah. I have for a long time. With all of what I've said, I hope it has not scared you if you're in that position. And, like, know that it's not a scary environment at all. It's very comforting. All the ladies are very, very sweet to you. But it's just kind of a sad environment. Yeah. And it's, like, a heavy, heavy feeling in that room. Yeah. But it's not scary. They check in on you. They make sure you're okay. It's painful, but it's livable. It's quick. Like, it's quick. It's 15 minutes tops. Yeah. So, like, yeah. there's nothing to be afraid of in that yeah. part of it. Okay. Well, I think that's good to know because even though it might actually be, like, hard for some girls to hear, like, at least now, like, you're someone that's, like, coming. Like, I've honestly never, ever heard, like, someone actually give the details, like, on a public platform of, like, yeah. what <laughs> happens in an abortion. So, at least now, like there's some like someone can actually like come somewhere to like hear actually what the process is like so I feel like that's gonna be really helpful so thanks for sharing that because I know that's (laughs) probably not easy no worries um so obviously it was emotional yes um what kind of emotions came with this all of them Mm -mm. like all of them and this is for me like yeah lots of people have different like emotions lots of people will not be sad will not yeah. be upset like for them this is a no-brainer decision and that is 100% okay yeah 100% for me that was not the scenario yeah it was hard for me it was very very hard so I grew up in a very Christian family mm-hmm. so they weren't necessarily like pro-choice kind of thing but definitely like abortions weren't talked about like, yeah I, I hadn't really heard of one until I needed to go get one yeah so um it was a really hard decision, and because my boyfriend was a bit older, like, I struggled with the fact that, like, he's old enough to take care of a kid. Like, yeah. I could be old enough. I know that my parents would support me yeah. if I did need to, like, have this baby. Yeah. So that's, like, a very, very hard choice to make. And I struggled a lot with feeling like I was making a selfish decision one mm-hmm. way or the other. Because on one hand, you feel selfish for having a kid that you can't support. Yep. And you don't take you can't take care of her that you feel like you're not going to be able to give the best life yeah on the other hand you feel selfish because having an abortion is not ruining your life yeah so I can keep my life on track and I can finish school yeah and that's a hard thing to deal with as well yeah so a lot of like how I made that decision was talking to my boyfriend and just like really working our way through it of like what we both wanted Mm -hmm. and he in the end, did want me to have an abortion, and yeah. was definitely never pushy about it. Yeah, like, but that's not what he at wanted. All. It's just what he wanted, and yeah. that's totally fine. And I didn't want to force somebody to be a dad. Yeah, that was like one of my biggest things. Like, I want to have a family one day, absolutely, mm-hmm. but I want it to be like loving, and everybody to want to be there. Yeah, and everybody want to be part of it. And I know that he wouldn't have like abandoned us or anything no. like that, but like. If I know deep down in his heart this isn't what he wants, like, I don't want to be somebody that forces somebody in that Mm -hmm. position. And would you have wanted to have it? I... If he did? Honestly still struggle with that to today. Yeah. Like, I do think about it a lot, and I still don't know. Yeah. Because I'm very happy with where my life is right now, and obviously it would be way, way different if I had a four-year-old. Like, Oh my gosh, imagine. (laughs) But I do still think, like... I would have had an amazing life the yeah, way. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. That's okay to not know, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of You'll people You'll probably never know. know. Yeah, exactly. If I haven't lived the other alternative, yeah. how do I know? How do you know what that life would have been like? Exactly. But this is the decision you made, and I think that that happened for a reason, for sure. Yeah. Um, is there any advice you would give to, like, girls who are either thinking about having an abortion right now or who have already had an abortion and are struggling with those same emotions that you kind of feel yeah um if this is something that you're contemplating doing I personally would say that your best bet is to just sit with it by yourself Mm -hmm. you can get everybody's opinions and I had lots of people's opinions but you need to really do what you feel in your heart is the best decision Mm -hmm. and 
between you and I personally think between the father or whoever the baby's daddy is as well because it's something that will affect both of you for a very very yeah. long time I don't believe if you're in this situation there is any 100% right decision mm-hmm. but you just need to do what's best for you yeah like really that's and no one else that's it what's best for you not what anybody else wants you to do not what you feel like is the best decision for anybody else around yeah, you yeah. like it's you this is who yeah. it's affecting and you're going to be the one with this baby or without this baby for the rest of your life yeah so that's your choice yeah um if you've gotten one done and you are struggling with it i hope you are okay yeah <laughs> like um there's nothing that i'm going to tell you to do that's going to make that feel better yeah and I don't want anybody to ever make you feel like you should feel better. Yeah. Because to this day, there are days that I still get sad about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's something that you just outgrow or outlive or move on yeah. from. And that is okay. If you are just devastated today and it happened two years ago, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Be devastated. Mm-hmm. Like, feel that out and think about why you're feeling this way what's triggering this emotion did you see somebody did one of your friends just have a baby like what happened that's making you feel so upset right now and try to recognize it Mm because i think recognizing what your triggers are for why you're being upset or why you're feeling this way are so so important yeah just to like give yourself some validation for why you're feeling this way not just feeling like you've made no progress or that you shouldn't be upset or any of these things and Always, if you're really struggling with it, like, go to a counselor. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I wish that I had had a counselor. Yeah. I, like, for me, I didn't tell my family. My family had no idea. Do they know now? They do know now. Okay. They found out, like, years later. Yeah. Like, years and years later, and they were all shocked. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, it's, I forget what I was saying. Oh, I do too. You were talking about... (laughs) Um, sorry, I cut you off there. Oh, yeah, seeing a counselor. Oh, yeah, see a counselor. If my Therapy. parents knew, 100%, I would have gone to see a counselor. counselor. Yeah. I kept it to myself, and so those things were a bit harder for me to get a hold of. Yeah. But talking to people is a good... Talking to the talk, right people. Yeah, I was like, talk to somebody that's there to listen, not there to fix. Yeah. Or to try and sway whatever you're feeling yeah you just need somebody to sit there and like hear you out for what you're feeling because sometimes just saying it out loud and getting it off your chest will just make you feel so much better yeah even if no solution is given yeah just getting it out of you yeah I think that's the same with anything absolutely sometimes you can feel like your chest is just so tight with wanting to get something out that you can't pay attention you can't move on from anything else until you're just so consumed with whatever you're feeling yeah that's like, I don't know if you've ever seen that commercial where the girl like unzips her chest and all the words fall out. <laughs> no, that's what it is. It's, it's funny, but like that commercial, like I get that. No, feeling me too. Of, like, sometimes you just want to like rip your chest open to get whatever yeah. you're feeling out. So I think finding somebody you can do that with is very important. I agree. The right people have around you. Your good yeah. support system. That's huge. Whew. Yeah, that was a lot. Heavy. Um, okay, so I'm going to move on to our last segment. It's yeah. really... It's not as heavy, but it could be if you make it that way. Um, So I basically, what's it called? You know, when it's like a, not a sonogram, an anagram, when it's like the letters and they all have a word that goes with it. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it's called. Anagram. um, If you know what that is, please message. like when you make the poem out of your name and like the first letter. Like one letter goes with, I'm going to look up the word. I should have looked that up before, but whatever. Um, So we're going to do that, but with the word mess. Okay. And I have three, four prompts, sorry. Okay. And you are going to, so they'll be like, you can give like advice, like talk about an experience to do with this kind of like word. Okay. Um, just like whatever comes to your mind. It doesn't need to be like a long-winded story, but if it is, cool. Cool. Um, okay, so y- your messiest moment. My messiest moment. Oh, God. You can think about it. Do you want me to tell you all of them and then yeah, you yeah. Can, so can think like, about yeah. it? Okay. So the first one is going to be your messiest moment. Okay. Your most exquisite moment or like okay. excellent moment, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, you're like a sexy moment. So you can give like some sex tips, um, <laughs> tell a story. Um, I know she's good in bed, so she's just being, <laughs> she's just being, what's the word? I don't know. Humble. Humble. Sure. That's, that works. 
Um, and then a stupid moment, like a stupid mistake you made, or like some advice when you make a stupid mistake, or whatever, you know? Okay. So messy is first. It doesn't have to be like absolute okay. of all time. Okay, what? I think that I know what it is. Okay. So <laughs> when I was in high school, I was going through some rough times. Okay. I was experimenting with some drugs. I was partying a lot. Yeah. Probably more, well, definitely more than my friends thought was a good level. <laughs> so I can attest to this. <laughs> yeah. So they held an intervention for me. What? Was I there? I don't think so. Okay. I was like, well, I, I do not remember this. They held an intervention with me with the school counselor and I. Oh, I remember this. I've never been so mad. In oh, life. I remember. Like, yeah. I was like. Livid. Oh my God. Seeing white. Yeah. Like, I. Past red and to white. Like, literally, (laughs) I could not believe they violated my privacy by, like, telling the The school counselor. yeah. And, like, telling each other. Like, only one of the girls that had this intervention knew knew what I was actually going through. Okay, I remember this now. But she somehow brought, like, two or three other girls with her to this intervention. Yeah. They're also my friend, and I'm like... You don't know what's going on. Yeah. like, you've told all of these people this thing about me. I was so mad. I, like, got... I, I couldn't even talk. Like, I was Yeah, I livid. remember. They all got sent out of the office because I was, like, ready to throw hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> not time. I, like, kicked the coffee table. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was insane. But that was probably my messiest, messiest moment. moment just, life. like, the most angry yeah, you were. so angry. Everything in my life was definitely a mess at that time. Yeah. And I was not handling it well, clearly. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right. I like that. That's a good story. I don't like it. But, <laughs> yeah, but it was a good, yeah. messy moment. Um, okay, your most exquisite moment. My most exquisite moment. Like, what's the best moment of your life? Honestly, this is going to sound so fucking shit. Meaning my boy. Like, yes. The night we we met, um, after, like, we left the bar to go to this house party. Yeah. That was the best night of my life. Not looking at my phone, not worrying about anything else in my life. That was, like, literally blowing up at the time. And just, like, feeling so free and so happy. Like, that was an amazing night. It was probably also, like, you went from such a low to, like, someone showing you, like, how amazing life can be you know yeah and I went from somebody that really struggled around people and in public places Mm -hmm. so like we were I felt hidden a lot yeah and if I had like friends to go with or stuff like I feel like a lot of time like I couldn't go or like I couldn't bring him with me to somebody that's like so outgoing Mm -hmm. and like wants me to meet all of his friends and like wants to meet all of my friends and go out and do stuff oh it's so crazy (laughs) so polar opposite yeah so different I'm bored I'm bored you know (laughs) but like it's so refreshing. Oh, I love that, though. Yeah. I hate it, but I love it. <laughs> um, okay. Sexy moment. Woo! Do you have, like, any good sex tips, advice, experiences you want to give? I know you're good in bed, so, like... <laughs> it doesn't have to be, like, something, like, super kinky or wild. It can just be, like, like something you like to do. I'd say, like, if you have somebody you have sex with frequently, like, just talk to them. Like, come up with some things you want to do and play it out. Yeah. Try, it. Try some have new fantasies. Some fun, go yeah. to the store, buy some That's things. That's so fun. I like, love that. Exactly. Like, you can have so much more fun. And I think that I didn't enjoy having sex until I was, like, much older than really? when I actually started having oh, sex. Oh, interesting. Because I didn't realize how good it can be. So, okay. Like, go yeah. and try things. Because things that I would be like... I don't want a toy. Like, that's so embarrassing. Yeah, oh yeah. God. But now I'm, like... Dating a 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so, like, stick this up your ass. <laughs> yeah, so try some stuff out. Have Talk fun. about it and try Talk those things. Talk about it. Okay. I'm sure you guys are actually both wanting something funner than what you are currently doing. True, so, true. Everyone out. has a fantasy. Everybody. As crazy as it may be or not. Mm-hmm. Okay, your stupidest moment. Have you done something really stupid? Or, like, what do you do when you fuck up? Like, I don't fuck up very often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, my stupidest moment. Okay, this is actually going to be, like, a real-life stupid thing that I used to think. Okay. Like, just so something you had in your head. I've been fully bullied for this. <laughs> okay. Because I used to think, like, fully believe that everything in the world was rather in Canada or America. What? When you were a little girl? When I was little, yeah. That's so probably funny. Probably until an age that I don't want to admit. Can you tell us? <laughs> so a little bit older. Like, probably to, like, grade 10. Whoa! Because, I know. 
But like, where have you been? Out, nowhere. I've been nowhere. I've been to America and then here. But like, this is what confused me. Okay. Because people would be like, oh, they're Latin American. Okay. Oh, they're like African American. African American. So oh. I assume that like, oh, they're from Africa, but like they're still in America. Still in America. That's so funny. So what if you think like the world was just like part Canada, part. America? Yeah, I thought America's massive. That's so funny. It's huge. That's crazy. It kind of is, I though. Know. They fucking take over the whole fucking world these days. I know better now, and I'm not that uneducated anymore. But, but at the time, you were. it was confusing. Okay? That's funny. I didn't know that. You never told me that before. Oh my god, if you ever talked to, like, Aiden about it, he yeah. would <laughs> He would know? Still. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> Whatever. We can bully Aiden. Oh, yeah. fuck. I'd pre- I don't know if he wants us to say his name but that's true whatever (laughs) sorry sorry whatever he don't care he doesn't care about anything okay well that's kind of like all i have for you um thanks so much for coming on this was actually really really like fun yeah that was awesome that was actually so much fun and like i you made me so much more calm about interviewing (laughs) someone because i've never done this before um do you want to like plug your socials (laughs) Sure. <laughs> you can follow me at Princess Bale. On Instagram. On Instagram, and that's my only social. So. Really? Yeah. yeah. I guess you don't really have Twitter or, like, TikTok no. or anything. Um, oh, but- I have TikTok. It's okay. Tongbokes. Tongbokes. Well, because it's, like, Bailey and Ty. But oh, my God. I thought it was going to be bon- Okay, that's what I thought. It was bon- tokes. Tokes. I was like, we what? switched it. That's so funny. Because we're family friendly here. That's good. Not so, yeah, here. So check us out. <laughs> cool. Um amazing and then if you want to follow me you can follow me at carissa harrison on instagram or at meet my mess podcast on instagram and then on twitter you can find me at carissa m laura or at meet my mess pod so thanks so much for listening and catch you next week